Welcome to another income report. This month, I'm breaking down what it looked like to have almost $80,000 cash flow through the bank and $47,000 in revenue generated. But much more important than that, as always, is the lessons learned in June. And I'm going to give you a full update on where we are on tracking our million dollar year because we've hit the midway point. So let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Serve Scale Store family. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to be back with you for another income report. And this one is June. I will tell you, this one is not as saucy as last month's $250,000 one. But once again, 2020 is throwing us some curveballs. And what I'm so excited to do is more than ever is break down the lessons learned. Because let's be honest, these income reports are not about the revenue. Yeah, the numbers are nice to hear. They show the possibilities that happen. But more than that, it's a transparent look at behind the scenes of a business being built to a million and the lessons learned along the way. And I don't know another podcast that really breaks down the numbers and shows behind the scenes as much as I do for y'all. And that's what I always want is to be as transparent as possible. So before we jump into this month's income report. I want to read one of the reviews that we received from one of our spotlight listeners. And this one comes from Ann Kim's one. So relatable. I can relate with Brandy on so many levels. I feel like she's speaking directly to me. Thank you, Brandy, for such valuable podcasts. Can't wait to continue to follow you. Ann Kim's one. I am so excited that you feel like I'm speaking directly to you because here's the thing. I know that there's a set of ears, a real person on the other side of those AirPods. And I hear you and I see you. And that goes for each and every single one of you listening. So thank you so much for your review. And if you would like to be one of our Spotlight reviewers, make sure just to leave us an honest review and you could be our next Spotlight listener of the week. Okay, so without further ado, let's jump into all the numbers. But before I do that, as I said, this is all about going behind the scenes of building to a million. And lucky for all of you, this is happening in 2020 when some of us feel like the world is ending. But here's the thing. What happened in June, and it happened at the end of May, and I didn't talk about this in the May because we had a lot of stuff in May, and I didn't want to take away attention from something as important as what I'm going to talk to you about at first. And that's Black Lives Matter. At the end of May, when George Floyd was killed by the police... I didn't want to put that in May's episode because I didn't want everything else to shadow that because I do believe this is a super important topic and I wanted to give it the amount of time and respect it deserved. So that is why I'm held off till the June report because a lot of what happened all accumulated in June. And so one thing I want to say is Black Lives Matter did not just happen in 2020. This is something that's been going on. The organization was formed four years ago. And so this isn't something new. This isn't something we can blame on 2020 and Corona. Do I believe that a lot of this 
got brought to attention because we had already been on under lock and key for several months. Maybe, probably. And I think that that's a good thing. This shed a lot of light. And I'm not, let me preface that. I'm not saying George Floyd being killed was a good thing. I'm saying that the attention that the Black Lives Matter movement received was a good thing. I think that whenever anything bad happens, it's always a learning lesson, no matter what it is. And we have a choice to see things in a way of how can we learn from this, or we have a choice to ignore it or only see the negative in it. And one thing that I saw is so many people that felt like they couldn't speak up before were now speaking up. And I think there's so much power in that. I think it shed a lot of light on things that should have been shed light on a long time ago. And we had just been shut off from all social media. We had been vacationing at the end of May and came back. And my heart hurt, not only for George Floyd and his family, but my community. We have an extremely diverse community between ServeScale Store and Conversions for Clients. And the first thing I did is go to them to make sure they were okay and to let them know that this was a safe place for them to share whatever they wanted to share. And I will say, I just have to give a shout out to Jacqueline Howard because she approached me with such grace and such a way to like, and it was not her job. And she shared amazing resources with me to help educate me as I was searching out my own resources as well. And I just have to give a shout out to her. She's an incredible person. And so if you don't know her, definitely go and just check out Jacqueline because she is freaking incredible. But I went to my community because what's so important to me is that they're okay. I always say that my students are my family. And that's not just something I say lightly. That is something that is so true to me that I see each and every single one of them as one of my family members. And so one thing that happened with Black Lives Matter is it shed a lot of light on things that I had not focused on before. In all honesty, it made me take a second to look at my business and see where were the holes that we were missing. And one was this podcast. As I was looking through the guest, it had not been as diverse as it should have been. And that's on me. It wasn't intentional, but also I wasn't intentionally seeking out black women or women of color to be on our podcast and be represented. And one thing that I always want is for you to listen to this podcast and feel like you can relate to someone else's story. Because I know not all of you share the same background and story as me. And I always want there to be someone that you can relate to on this podcast to show that it's possible, no matter your background, no matter your race, no matter where you come from in the world. And so that is the first steps that we have taken as a company is to make sure that when we book our podcast guests, that we have a full lineup of all backgrounds, of all races. And that is one thing that I definitely knew was a hole in our podcast. Another thing is one of my amazing students inside Conversions for Clients, Latisse. She is incredible, Latisse Hudson. And she is a business coach and such an amazing person. She's been in Conversions for Clients. She had an affirmative action workshop, which we'll make sure to link up in the show notes. I'm pretty sure it's still available. We're putting into action the things that we learned from her workshop. 
Another thing is we always donate to Village Impact, which is Stu McLaren's nonprofit that helps build schools in Kenya without outside interference. It's totally ran by the government. So if the uh, nonprofit is no longer available, the schools will still run. We're diversifying where we donate our money. And one of the things that I'm doing is how many organizations that support women entrepreneurs, Black women, women of color, entrepreneurs that we can support. And that's something that we're actively researching. We also donated to five different causes personally from Austin and I's personal bank account. We did that and we will link up those in the show notes. So if you feel so called to donate as well, then those are great resources. And we've just really been looking at how as a family, we can make sure that we raise a daughter who loves and cares about everyone, no matter the color of their skin, their background, and how we can be anti-racist for our family and for people that look to us for support and guidance. And so my husband and I, we are reading a lot of books right now. And we got Riley, who is two, A is for activists. And we're also making sure that we just diversified the shows that she watches and her dolls. And how can we show our daughter that she can grow up in a better world than we did? That's not saying I believe that we live in a bad world now. I just always believe that we should be improving the world for our children, whether that is teaching them to be more inclusive, teaching them that people will be judged by the color of their skin and how they can step up and be a voice when people don't have a voice. I think that's super important. And so I hate that a man had to die for this to happen. But I think that in 2020, between Corona and Black Lives Matter, we are learning how to be better people. We just are. And it's been a rough year for a lot of people, but I know that we are learning and we are becoming better people this year, if you choose to see it that way. So that is why I did not mention anything in May. It's because I wanted to give this the attention that it deserved in June's episode. So we will link up a lot of things in the show notes. So hopefully you can, if you choose, continue to support Black Lives Matter, continue to reach out and work on being anti-racist and really just become better people. So our children are better people. And so this is a weird segue now, but now I want to jump into the rest of June and let you know what that looked like. So one of the big things that happened in June is I learned that self-care is really important. And I think this goes right in line with what I was just talking about is that we all need to make sure that we're taking time for ourselves. We're taking time for self-care. We are just taking time with our family and love the people around us. And I told you in May during the launch, I really struggled with feeling like an absentee mom. And in June, that was like the complete opposite. June, I pretty much checked out the whole month and spent it with my family. We flew my parents down from Virginia and it was my dad's first Father's Day without his father and without my papa that passed away in February when I talked to y'all about that. And so we brought my mom and my dad down and they got to spend a lot of time with Riley. And we surprised him and took him to Key Largo. 
And then we brought him back up to St. Pete and we rented a boat for my dad in Austin to go out because it was Father's Day weekend and they got a fish. And I just remember thinking like, oh my goodness, it was all worth it. Because y'all know, if you've watched my free training, that being able to travel without worrying about like, oh my gosh, can we afford this? Is this the right thing? And being able just to enjoy a vacation is such a big part of why I do my business because I'm all about creating moments and memories and things are fine, but travel creates memories. It creates moments. And I will tell you, Corona has been a rough thing for me because I love to travel and we haven't been able to do that. So we went down to Key Largo. My parents had a great time. They, besides our wedding, they had never stayed in a resort like that. So it was so great to be able to spoil them and create those moments with Riley and to see my dad so excited about fishing because it's just a rough time and see my dad and my husband go out fishing for Father's Day this year and to be able to gift that to them and not worry about like, oh, can we afford this? Does this mean we can't have something else like next month or something like that was such a gift. And I'm so thankful for my business and being able to create those moments. And I always think that when we look at our business, what are we doing it for? Like people ask, what does success look like? And I always say you should define success by your terms. But my definition of success is how many moments can I create with my family? Because we have no idea how much time we have with our family. So those, I'm like, in that moment, I was like, yes, my business is a success. This is why I have it. And I want you to ask yourself, why do you have your business? What is your definition of success? And is it a monetary value? That's fine. But like, that's not going to get you up in the mornings. What gets you up in the mornings to get excited about working your business? And maybe you don't know right now, and that's okay. And people say like, oh, travel is why you work your business. But travel creates moments which lights me up, which lights my family up. And that's time that I won't get back. Those moments are forever in my memory. And we are those bad parents that don't take a ton of pictures because we're like so in the moments. And I'm like, oh man, we have to get the camera out or we're going to have to hire someone to like follow us around and like record our family moments. But it was also my husband and I's, oh God, now he's going to listen, um, 12 years. So we got married on our dating anniversary. So 12 years together. I think six years married. Yes, six years married and 12 years together. And we went snorkeling and it was so beautiful. And once again, it's those moments like sitting on the boat, going out to the water, being able to have that two hours snorkeling and seeing beautiful coral and fish with my husband. That's why I do my business for moments like that. And so pretty much June, I didn't do much work. And it was so nice. Um, I was taking a break from, you know, May being a little bit of a more hectic month. And I so enjoyed my time. I did end up traveling more than just to Key Largo. I flew out to Malibu, California. And you'll see this in my expenses that we hired people to really just take a whole bunch of videos. Like we recorded like 60 videos for ads and content and they're currently running. You're probably getting hit by them and they're so good. And so... I flew out to Malibu, recorded all of those videos out there with them. And it was nice to get on that airplane. But one thing is I tell y'all, I love to travel. And last year I traveled pretty much to California or Canada every single month from July until January. 
And I thought that's what I wanted out of my business. And then after being home, I think so much. And when we did travel this year, it's been with my husband and daughter and realizing like, that's not what I want. I don't want to be flying all the time without my family. If I'm going to fly somewhere, I want my family to be with me. And it was such a wake up call. And I'm so grateful for that because sometimes we need, once again, Corona has been a learning lesson. And I got to learn that what I thought I wanted from my business is not what I wanted from my business. I don't want to be flying all around. I thought I wanted to speak on stages and stuff. And that's all my ego, like wanting to speak on stage and things like that. That's for my own ego. But what I really want is more vacation with my family. And so I'm so glad that I went out there. I'm so glad that I got clarity on that because now I know what's truly, truly part of what success will look like for my family. And I think that was a big thing. And then it's an end of a quarter. So we're at the halfway point, y'all. 2020 is halfway over and oh man, what a year. And I know you want to know where we're at for our million dollar year, but I'm going to save that till the end. So keep on listening. So let's jump on into the numbers. So money in the bank. When you go back to January's, I discussed the difference between cash flow in the bank and actual revenue generated. And so money that actually went through the bank was 78,900. So almost 80,000 y'all, and we were not in a launch. I was super happy about that. Our expenses came up to 25,342. And I'll show you where a lot of that broke down. Cost of services, this is where we actually sent out brownies to all of our conversions for clients, students. We sent them out like yummy brownies, not the crappy brownies that you get and you're like, oh, yay, I got brownies, but they suck. These actually taste amazing. So that cost $1,392. My team was more expensive this month. It was 11773 That's because we now have on retainer the video production crew that like took all the videos and everything. That was actually a large part of expenses that we had for our team. Facebook ads, we spent $2,782 on, much slower than normal. My office supplies, we had to get some things for the office, was 381 Software was a little bit more expensive. It was 1861 Kajabi kills me because I'm like, we stick to a budget. And then Kajabi sometimes charges you on the 1st, and sometimes they charge you on the 31st. So I was double-billed for how they roll out their payments. And so that was more costly than normal. And then I paid for three software things in full, which brought our total up higher than normal. One of them was Adamant. Our, so our clients, our students can add all the events directly to their calendar and subscribe. So we added that one. We added two others and now I can't think of what they are. But I know that Kajabi was a big one. And then education was higher than normal is $4,723. I purchased Ryan Levesque's quiz masterclass to learn how to create a quiz for y'all. So go to servescalesorg.com forward slash quiz. And there will be a quiz waiting for you when this airs. Now I got to get it done because I just told y'all that. And it's going to be all about pricing your services. And then um, travel, since I was out there, I'd already paid for flight and stuff already the previous month. But food, that kind of stuff came out to $374. And then fees came out to $2,056. That was from like merchant fees. So I'm always fine when that number goes up because that means we have more money coming through the bank. So total expenses, 25342 
my pay was 11,000, but remember about 1,000, 1,500 comes out in payroll taxes. So right around the 9,500, 10,000 mark that I take home each time. And our revenue generated was 47,086. 15,000 of that came from ServeScale Store. We're coming up on our year. Well, we did come up on our year. So we had a lot of our members renew. Um, we had a lot of new members added. So this was not reoccurring revenue. That is much higher. This was actual new members coming through. The mastermind, we had our new mastermind members go on and rejoin for their next round. That was 22,000. Services, 4,000. Yes, I'm down to two clients, y'all. And I'm probably going to keep these two clients on, but we're going to stay at 4,000 just for a few months. And then affiliate was $550. Delighted with Dubsado, that $37 offer that we will link up in the show notes, brought in $5,476. So that is the number breakdown. The big thing that I wanted to share about these numbers is it was really cool to have almost $80,000 go through the bank in non-launch. And we're tracking million in revenue generated. But y'all, after seeing our numbers, I think we're going to hit a million in the bank this year, which is bananas. And that's an even cooler number to me than the revenue. And so super fun year. This is coming up to be not like from a business standpoint, I'm having a blast. From everything else, we're learning a lot, which I truly believe is going to make us better people. And I'm excited about that. So what I know the number you want to know is where are we for the year? And so at the end of June, we finished with two big milestones. One, our goal was to be at a half a million because it would mean that we're on track. But we finished at a little over, it's some change, 600,000 so far for the year, which is bananas. So I'm super excited. I think we'll actually, I don't want to jinx it, but I don't think it's jinxing it. I'm just like calling it. I know that we're going to hit over a million this year in revenue generated, which is super exciting because the cool thing is I see all the lives that are being changed through it. And that's, what's really cool. And the team that's being built that I get to help support. And it's just been a fun ride. It's been a fun ride, y'all. And so we are at over 600,000. So we're definitely on target by a lot. And then the other thing that I wanted to share is the second big milestone we hit was we hit a million dollars in the business. So in two years, July, so as you're listening to this, we'll already be in August. But as I'm recording, it's July. And July marked two years that I started my virtual assistant business with a five-month baby wondering how the heck we were going to pay for food. And now the business branding company hit $1 million in two years, which is super fun. But y'all know we're tracking million for this year. So, but what I want you to know, it's not about the money. It's really about the journey. And I truly mean that. That's not just something cliche, but I'm just loving all the learning lessons. I'm loving this journey. And thank y'all for letting me share this with you. So um, we are going to link up some amazing resources for you in the show notes for being better people, for being anti-racist and continuing to support the Black Lives Matter movement, even though June is over 
And a lot of people have forgotten what happened, but we don't want to do that. So we're going to share those resources. There are so many amazing people. I also want to give a shout out to Ronnie. She's also in Sir in Conversions for Clients. And she's also an amazing member that was so gracious and just was amazing at sharing her thoughts, her feelings, and resources. So I also want to thank her. And I just want all of us to go out and be better people. And next week, I can't wait to chat with you more. But until then, go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into that six-figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.